We're uh, happy to be here today with uh, our friends with Cargo Home. Uh, we've got uh, Isaac Eisenstein here, uh, Josiah Wheeler, and Clayton Nolan, uh, friends of ours, of ours here at, at uh, Cargo Home. And um, Josiah, why don't you just first kind of tell us what Cargo Home is, uh, what you guys do uh, here at we're at the at their uh, manufacturing facility. Uh, here in Waco. Josiah? Yeah, so um, Cargo Home, we build primarily tiny houses out of shipping containers. Um, obviously, shipping containers have been used for quite a while for homes and such. We don't do a lot of uh, um, large, you know, family homes, stuff like that. We specialize in actually tiny houses. Um, we started, uh, the, the first tiny house we built was actually a tiny house on wheels. Uh, it was just conventional framing, um, uh, got a custom-made trailer, framed it up, and um, we uh, uh, listed it on Airbnb as a vacation rental, and uh, that did very well. Started booking out, you know, within two days we had three months worth of booking, so we said, hmm, we might be onto something here, and uh, decided to build more tiny houses, and we started thinking about what would be... There's a lot of people building tiny houses out there. What would be a unique uh, niche of the tiny house field? And we started, Clayton, Isaac, and myself started discussing the idea of doing a container home out of tiny houses. So we built one, when was that? 27, end of 2017, 2017, we built our first tiny house out of a 20-foot shipping container. And um, that went over very well as a vacation yeah. rental as well. Yeah. So we've been building ever since. Yeah, well, you might touch on, you know, how. How do, they, how do you get shipping containers? And then once you get them, maybe talk through the process of how do you turn a shipping container into a livable space? So uh, pretty much all the shipping containers are built overseas, China, Asia, various countries over there. Um, the U.S. imports so much uh, stuff. There's a lot of these containers coming over. And what we uh, get most of them from port at Houston uh, that we actually get our containers from. Initially, we were using uh, decommissioned uh, used containers, so after about 15 to 18 years of using the containers for shipping products, uh, they'll decommission them, and uh, we'd get them used. We're switched now to what's called one-trippers, so they bring a load over from China with uh, a vehicle or packages or whatever they would ship in them drop them off at the port, they unload them, and we purchase them at that point. So they're, uh, they're in much better condition. So we take those containers, we have them delivered here, uh, and then we cut out the sides of it for window frames, door frames. We weld in steel to reinforce it, because once you cut out that corrugated steel, um, you weaken the structure some. So we reinforce that with steel tubing. And then uh, we build a wooden frame basically like a shell inside of a shell so you've got your metal structure that's incredibly strong and durable these things are made to hold up to 40 tons of cargo inside of them and be stacked up to nine high on a cargo ship so incredibly stout structures so we take that 
rigid structure and inside of that we build a wooden frame that then we can run our plumbing electrical in and then we spray foam over all of that uh, so it's an incredibly this is i always say ours our tiny houses are like a giant yeti cooler i mean these things are very efficient very well insulated and because that the interior wall is built inside of that exterior wall there's no thermal transmission so air conditioning costs heating costs all that are extremely low so we do that we wooden framing spray foam them and then we most of our homes we use shiplap uh, paneling inside of them floor them put the cabinets in and then we're able to uh, do all that in the shop and then we just pick them up load them up on a trailer usually with a crane bring them to the customer site where they have uh, either some piers or footers and we place the home uh, right on their finished product. What what kind of uses are you seeing uh, the end user? Uh, are they at a lake house? It's on their farm? Uh, might touch on that. Yeah, so most, uh, really, I'd say the majority of them are going as uh, vacation rentals. So uh, we've had a few people that use them as an ADU, auxiliary dwelling unit, you know, mother-in-law suite, whatever you want to call it. Uh, or a little lake house, um, you know, uh, Putnam's, we did some out China Spring, uh, some nice ones on a little lake there. Um, uh, but 90% of what we're building, people are buying them uh, for vacation rentals. So they set them up. Some people are just doing one or two. Uh, some people, we've got an order right now, we're building 15 for a resort down uh, near Houston. So that's the vast majority of them. And we foresee that continuing to be the... There, you know, a tiny house is a tiny house. <laughs> right. So, uh, and, and there are some people who live in these things. There really are. Um, but most people, it's a little bit more of a novelty or a weekend guest house sort of thing. So, uh, we don't have anybody that's bought them that's actually living in them. Though there are, we do have some interest in that. And we are in communication, but with yeah. some people on that. But. Um, where are most of your clients uh, from? Where, where are you seeing your, your activity? So the majority of them are right here in Texas, um, but we've also sold um, to people in California, uh, Ohio, uh, Maryland, or Washington, D.C. Um, so, but the vast majority so far, we've really focused most of our marketing and such uh, in Texas. Yeah. That'd be the majority of it. I know that uh, I'm fairly familiar with the, the units, but you might let everyone know in a how many different styles of units do you normally, you know, do you have in your production line right now? So we have, what do we have, four, we have four main, yeah, four main models. So the containers come in two sizes, 20 foot and 40 foot. There's a few others, but they're, they're rare. But 20 foot and 40 foot is the standard uh, size. So 20 feet by 88 feet is 160 square feet and uh, 320 square feet. We have these two deals. Um, in the 20 foot, the real tiny ones, we have uh, two models. One that uh, has a Murphy bed in it, so that it'll raise and lower and it turns into a sofa. And the reason we use that is because that model actually has a full kitchenette and a sink, hot plate, microwave, where people can actually you know cook a little bit. We have another 20 foot model that um, has a full time, just a regular bed and no kitchenette, just a little coffee bar, more like a hotel room. Then we have a 40 foot model with a few variations on it um, that has its own private bedroom as well as a living room sleeping bed full all of them have full bathrooms in them and then we have a 
uh, a third, a fourth model. Uh, that's we take the 40 footer on the bottom, and then we take one of those 20 footers and stack it up on top. And upstairs has a full suite as well, uh, master bedroom, bathroom, and it's got an upper deck. All of our models come with an upper deck. People really like that, so you can sit up and uh, enjoy the cooler air. And I guess you access the, the second floor with an outside staircase? Yeah, so it's a spiral staircase. Now, so the reason I was saying do we have four, we actually have a fifth model that we just uh, custom designed for some customers in, in Ohio, and we're thinking about making that one of our standard models, and it actually is a two-story as well, but it incorporates the spiral staircase to access upstairs on the inside. And what it is is actually two 40-foot containers stacked on top of one another, okay. and the front end of it is a porch, so you're able to access it. So we'll probably have five. Then we do a lot of custom stuff, and some of the big orders we're doing right now, we've got order for 12 for one customer, 15 for another, um, eight for another. They're we work directly with the customer sure. when they're doing multiples like that to come up with a custom design that they're happy with. Yeah, you mentioned a little bit ago about that most of the people are using these for overnight rentals. I know you have a, a company called Villa Stay. You might just uh, touch base on what Villa Stay does. Sure, yes. Yeah, so, um, as I mentioned earlier, we got started in the tiny house uh, business. We built a tiny house on wheels and immediately listed that on Airbnb, HomeAway, uh, Vacation Rental, and people just seem to really love that for a two, three night stay. It seemed to work really perfect. So we've seen a lot of, uh, of our customer base. That's exactly what they're wanting to do, the same thing that, that we've done with it. Um, we, uh, so for a while, we were built, what we've done is we, some customers buy these homes from us, uh, and they've got their own property. Uh, they've got their own business. They're going to run their own uh, Airbnb vacation rental business on the side. A lot of other customers, um, probably 30 or 40% of our customers so far, have actually bought the homes, the tiny houses from us. And then uh, we have property that we've developed. Um, we call them tiny home villages. Uh, where we have the infrastructure, the water and electric and all that. So we're able to actually, they're able to buy that home from us, uh, the, car, the cargo home from us. They're able to put it on our property and lease the lot from us. And then we manage it for them as a vacation rental. We Initially, we were doing, we had some of the homes we built for ourselves, for other customers. We were kind of all doing it under one roof. And we realized that the management of vacation rentals was becoming quite a, art and project in and of itself sure. so here uh, about a year and a half ago, well, almost two years ago now um, we split off uh, and formed a company called Villa Estate that strictly focuses on the management of the vacation rentals and we do, we manage the, the tiny houses, we also manage full you know, full size homes in town and Waco and such, sure. so we it's a one stop shop, we do the cleaning, the guest communication Sales, everything. So that's what that's what Bill Estate does. Great. Really works hand in glove with the cargo home business. Yeah. Um, appreciate the information. I think what we may do next is go out in the in the plant oh, yeah. and uh, let folks see, uh, you know, get a, a view of what you're doing, you know, actually out in the plant, and then later uh, we'll uh, actually look at, at some uh, completed units uh, as well. So thanks uh, for this great. info, and let's uh, go out in the plant. Sounds good. All right. So we'll start down, uh, let's get, um, you want to grab a, 
going to grab Jansen, just tell him to follow along. So Jansen's our floor manager. our floor manager. This is uh, Mark Miner. And uh, so I'm just going to lead them through. I'll kind of give them a tour of the, the four phases that we're moving through, but then I might ask you a couple of questions if you want to come along with us here. So you can see, we'll go down here, start where they come in the door. So the containers come in. Full, you know, none of this is cut out, it's just a solid piece of metal. So we start with, we take saws, cut the holes out, that's the first step in the whole process. Cut all the openings for windows, doors. Um, some of the doors you'll see here, we actually use, some of the doors we actually use as an entry point. And so what we'll do is we cut out the original corrugation and then we put a big old pane of glass right in here. So it's a nice big, sometimes we'll do both doors, sometimes just one. And then this becomes the entry into the uh, to the container. Uh, this one has an end door as well as a side door. Then uh, the next step is that we add this steel tubing in here to reinforce what we cut out uh, and strengthen it. And then we go and we paint whatever color the customers decided they wanted to be painted. We'll paint it that color. They uh, the steel that these are made out of is called Core Ten steel, and it's. Uh, It'll never rust. It's a it's a very very durable, long-lasting steel. So the paint is really just uh, it's just to make it look nice. So but these will they'll never they're made for salt water sitting on ships for you know 20 years uh, getting salt water on them. I mean it's it's uh, quite good. so uh, so weld them in. Then I guess they're in here. They're just nailing up the track, right? Is that all this is for? Yes, that's right. So we if you see in there the metal track we put that metal track on the top and that's what all the studs will fit into and I'll, you'll see that clear here in, a, in the next phase so the first phase is metal that's phase one so we'll go ahead and jog around here and head on to phase two um, he's welding the brackets up there for the we put decks on top of all of these units see him down there so upper deck with railing and all that so he's welding on those brackets to the frame and then the deck gets bolted to that those brackets so really sturdy deck up there so from phase one they move into phase two which is framing uh, MEP which is mechanical electrical and plumbing so AC all the electric wires pipes and all that and uh, and spray foam insulation. So if you look in here now, you can get a little idea of how how it goes. So we build the, the wooden, the studs, the framing that's floating inside those walls. Behind that runs all the electric pipes and everything. And then we do a closed cell spray foam over that. There's two kinds of spray foam. There's an open cell, which is most common in most homes and such. It's a much softer, more porous. Uh, what we use on here is a closed cell, which is completely waterproof. Uh, it's a it's a complete vapor barrier. It's also um, every inch of closed cell spray foam is equivalent to about seven and a half R value. So we do two to three inches in here, so we get a good at least R13 to R19 uh, value here, and are still able to keep the walls very thin. It's a small house, so we want to keep as much floor space as possible. So we make the profile of the walls as thin as we can. So 
that's uh, then you can see on these as well that we're starting to build the decks and uh, have a little overhang here. There'll be can lights under there, so it lights up the entryway, and it'll have decking and, and a metal rail up there. And then in this phase also, if we come down to this next one, you'll see we also do the uh, paneling inside, so we start putting the shiplap on. This Is this house shiplap? This is house shiplap, yeah. yes. And this one would be good one to go in. Yeah, so if you want to come in here, you can see, so that last house had the frames and the insulation. Now it's all been, uh, we put the shiplap paneling on in here. Uh, it's, it'll have can lights in the roof. We've already got the wiring in, so you can see the little X marks up here. That's where they'll drill a hole and they drop all the LED can lights in. We have a built-in bed. Yeah, this one gets a built-in bed here. Built-in bed, so will come in right here. Have drawers underneath, a little headboard wall. You can see some of the pendant lights to go to bed, and then this is the, we put uh, mini split AC units in all of them, and so this will be the head of the mini split unit. Uh, and we do all that, all the air conditioning gets done in here. We mount the outside unit, all that, so when it goes to the customer, it drops right on their pad. They literally have to, it's almost plug and play. They put the, hook up the water, hook up the septic, hook up the electric, and they're up and running. So then this will be the bathroom. Uh, we do, we do all sol uh, custom tile, actual ceramic tile uh, bathrooms. These containers are so rigid, uh, you can do tiling and it doesn't crack. We've never had any problem with them cracking or the grout popping out or anything. It's really stout container. We have right here is a little dining area. Uh, we yeah. have a couple little cabinets right here, a small little fridge that can go under a countertop, and then an open countertop over here for a couple bar stools to go underneath. And they can sit and look out the window and eat their breakfast or whatever. So the next stage is uh, next stage is paint. Next stage is paint prep. Yeah. So uh, they do the uh, paint prep and painting. Sorry for all the noise. This is a shop. Careful, they're actually painting. So yeah, so they're gonna be. You can see the painters in there. So we do sanding. All the all the wood has to be, uh, you know, nail holes putty. Everything sanded. There's a lot of work goes into it's a very, very high quality finish inside of these. So I spent a lot of time getting the prep right. Going there, you might want to come this way too. Under all the cardboard, all the floor is finished. So once it's painted, it's actually all the finishes are done yeah. inside of here. So we have a finished floor underneath as soon as it's framed. All of these have been painted, freshly painted in here, so we won't go inside of those. And then, at this end of the shop is where we do uh, we build uh, a lot of that. We do uh, decks on the ground as well, so once the, the cargo home is set at its final site, uh, we'll also put the decks that go around, the entry decks. So we build them in the shop, carry them on a flatbed trailer on site, so once we drop the container, then we're able to just drop the deck right next to it and it's ready to go. So that's what we build all the decks here on site. And these guys are getting ready. You can see this uh, cedar siding here. Uh, some of these houses, like these black ones over here, uh, they don't get any siding. The customer wanted just raw metal painted black. Most of our homes, though, we put siding on the outside. So we use cedar because it lasts a long time. Sometimes it's natural cedar. 
these are actually going to have a stained cedar. So they're lining them up here to stain them. You can see the black stained over there. So they're doing a dark stain on these. And if you come over here, I'll show you how we attach that siding. So this is the final stage four where we do the siding and then we do all the interior trim out. But here you can see we put these wooden fur strips on. So before we frame and spray foam inside, if it's gonna have siding, we mount these from the outside and screw from the inside. So it's a good waterproof connection. So these boards are mounted to the metal and then we're able to put that cedar siding and, and nail it right to these strips because you can't nail to the metal. So that's what these are for. And then, uh, so in this stage, they're doing, they install the cabinets. Uh, we go down to this one down here, we'll be able to see uh, the windows. Windows go in and uh, all the window trim. So we, we pre-make uh, the window trim. Hey there. We pre-make all the window trim. And uh, then once we've installed the windows from the outside. Hey Lalo, how are you? Hey, how are you doing? You can come on in here. So, uh, the windows are installed from the outside and then we pre-make this trim in the wood shop and then they will just slide in here and uh, get attached right in. So this is final stage here, stage four. Windows go in, cabinetry goes in, all the electrical, you know, trim out, put all the plug surfaces in, sinks, the lights up on the ceiling. And uh, then we test everything plug it in, make sure the air conditioner is working, make sure all the lights are working, make sure all the plugs are working, and then uh, take it out the door and deliver it to the to the customer's site. I'll turn my light on here, you can see some of the tile we do. Um, so here's one of the bathrooms, so we do custom, uh, custom tile floor. Little tiny place, but it works, and this one has a private bedroom in it. You'll see more of the finished ones uh, down the down the road. Some of the finished ones you can get probably better. Um, so this is one of the. Is this? Uh, yeah. So this is one. So this one is another one of those that has the double glass doors. So this will be the main entry. There's a bed that sits right here, a queen size bed. That's kind of a built-in headboard. Little sitting area here. Behind the bed is a little coffee bar, and then there's a restroom over there. This unit here is another one of our 20-foot units, and this actually gets a Murphy bed built in. So this wall has a big cabinet here with a sofa, so you're sitting on the sofa here, and then the, the bed folds down like this, and the sofa folds underneath it. The reason we do the Murphy bed in this one is because, as you can see there, we have a small little kitchenette, so in this one, Guests can actually uh, cook a little breakfast, wash their dishes, have a hot plate, things like that. And then it gets a bar top running along that window for them to eat. So kind of two two different layouts for the, the 20 foot container, how that works. And then uh, lastly, so then the, the other end of the, the final quarter of the shop is our uh, wood shop and metal shop. So we do most of our own fabrication now. We, if you look here, this is a door. We build all these barn doors. Um, like this. So we do this kind of stuff in the wood shop. I think this one has a, yeah, has a mirror on the other side. We build them out of cedar, painted. Um, we do all the trim, face frames. We build the Murphy beds. Uh, and we're actually uh, starting to build our own cabinets uh, to install in there as well. So that all happens down here at the wood shop. And in the metal shop on the other side is where the uh, 
all the fabrication of the tubes, yeah, the railing um, that goes around the top, um, that all happens down there. And then so once they finish in this stage, stage four, we test them all out, uh, then we'll roll them out that door, load them on a flatbed truck, and take them to the customer site, usually with a crane, take them off the deal and set them right in place and hook them up and they're ready to go.